0: That marble looked delicious. Now you're making a sexual <laughs> Maddie. It's just it's just like the nerdiest thing. This it, is just chatter. It's, it's, this is podcast chat. It's gonna be oh. fun. So
1: welcome once again to the unintended audience. This is a podcast that proves people can find enjoyment in unexpected places.
0: Oh, like like how uh, coke bottles can be used as musical instruments. I have one right here. A okay. musical instrument? Mm-hmm. I,
1: I uh I I think you're taking musical <laughs> instrument, you're taking that term a little loosely. It makes a noise. I'll give you that. But for me, though, the the thing you really want to be using a bottle for is it's the best way possible to start a super dramatic bar fight. Oh, uh, You totally. love those scenes in the 80s when people would just, like, break them on a bar and then, like. You know, wield them, like kind of wave them around.
0: Oh, it was always like it's on when somebody broke the broke the, the Coke bottle or beer bottle on the on the on the bar and then was like, yes, you know, threatening that's,
1: that's to sh- stab you. That shit getting real right yeah. there oh, yeah. is when the the bottle gets broken, and nine out of ten times they don't ever actually end up doing anything with the bottle. It's just breaking it itself is enough of emotion.
0: Exactly. That's why I kind of liked. I always like that because the but the fight rarely actually starts. It's just a very startling thing. It's very threatening looking, but you don't. Then then that takes away the conflict. Yeah, fight over. It's like well, yeah. the bottle broke. Our our issues are now
1: resolved. So. Yeah. Bottles have many uses, I like guess, is where we're going with this, right? <laughs> sure do. So what does that have to do with our podcast? What are we talking about today? Isn't that always the question? I, yeah. I don't think it has a lot to do with our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> truthfully, but uh, I, I think what we're actually going to be talking about today is uh, music, right?
0: Songs. Right. Last episode, we were talking about kids' stuff, you know, like ad- adults using stuff that's kind of made for children in different ways. And the, the game of Mousetrap came up where Maddie told a story about how he almost died. It was very yeah. traumatic. It was. And, uh, yeah, it was very... hard to
1: listen to after we got done with that. Right. It was yeah, hard. Sure... I felt like I was choking on that marble all over again. I'm sure that was a real trigger for you. I'm, I'm glad
0: was... that you were brave enough to, to relive that for the sake of our, our little project here.
1: I like to think I, I help people with mm-hmm. the last podcast. The
0: marble, the marble swallowers. Anyway, so in that episode, we, I dropped in the, the c- commercials for the mousetrap game from the nineties and like both of You're us. You're a great editor. Yeah. That's,
1: that's what you do. You find this shit.
0: Right. And that was, and I was like, one, I was like, I, I thought to myself and I was editing, I'm like, isn't there a neat commercial for this? I kind of remembered that. And then I, I played it and I was like, oh my God, yes, this commercial, the song in this commercial is so fucking cool.
1: Just turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the mob right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber top, which fits the man into the hand The trap is set. Here comes the man. Ouch! Must trap! I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I knew you were on. Real- um, and by neat, you meant, isn't there a commercial jingle that is one of the. Bigger earworms that exist in nature.
0: And it's and it's crazy. It really gets stuck in your ear and it's and it's like zany. It's a it's wacky. Yeah. And it does a really good job of like explaining what the game is like. It's a really good jingle, but it's not good like as a song in and of itself, right? Like you wouldn't just listen to that alone. The product is not to make the song itself, it's to make this like make you want to buy a game.
1: That jingle just made me It totally made me think of like a You remember those like one man bands That you would see when you were a kid mm-hmm. That was my vision yeah. of the guy That made the mousetrap totally. jingle Just like a guy <laughs> in a room With like all kinds of shit <laughs> strapped to him That's, it's, Just like hitting things on himself Like
0: a pot or a pan or something I love that It's always you got the big The big um, the big drum, bass the drum thick, in the front <laughs> right, And then you've got the trumpet Sitting on like a thing That you blow into it and, do it. Uh, and then some like And then some like symbols and stuff All attached to it You know, I've yeah. never seen that in real life Because I think it's impossible to do But it's good in <laughs> cartoons
1: <laughs> So that's what we're going to talk about today, Tom We're going to talk about these uh, bits of music Or these examples that we've come across Of a uh, song out there in the world That is really not meant to be Listened to or appreciated But there's various ways that people use music to accomplish different things, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. But, b- it is. But before we get into that... Well, we hope it, we hope it's interesting.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting whether or not we make it interesting. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Tom and I likely will fail. Yeah.
1: Uh, and we just encourage you to go research this. <laughs> right. Get back to us. We'd like to know.
0: So, before we get into that... that... Very interesting and well-executed topic. Let's begin with a little "We Were Wrong," Maddie, shall we? Jump into the pool we, here. We were wrong. Actually, we have—don't uh, we have our theme,
1: our "We Were Wrong" theme song that we're debuting this week? Uh, do we? Maybe
0: we do. Bounty means never having to say.
1: You're doing the edit, so this is on you, buddy. Now you're just giving me work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't have a theme song. I
0: was lying. And <laughs> what do you want to apologize about, Tom? So I had a, I had a couple things. I mean, one, um, uh, I think, actually, this is like a ser- seriously, I'm not sure if I really want to talk about M-A-L-O-Dot. Um <laughs> Tom's not sure he wants to apologize on
1: this one. <laughs> Fuck you no, I'll do it. for making I'll do it. We'll Tom it. apologize.
0: For, so so one, I want to I want to talk about kind of feel a little embarrassed about bringing up the fact that I went went to Mid-Atlantic Leather at all cuz it embarrassed. I mean, you you went to the Leather Festival, Tom. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, people
1: do it every it just, day.
0: I think a lot of, I think I, I didn't do the, I think it sounded like a really weird thing. Yes, it was highly and sexually charged. We're
1: going to go like pause the podcast so Tom can jerk off while thinking about his no, Spider-Man I, fantasy.
0: I just want to reiterate that it is a super fun and really cool little experience. But it's really mostly about the people you go with and the friends you make. Just regularly, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just, you know, I feel a little, a little weird about mentioning MAL, but I, I stick Tom, to it. I'm glad I did. Tom, we got to bring ourselves to this podcast. Mm-hmm. We do. We're we're the reason people keep coming back. We do. We do. So, so that that's something I wanted. A like, little bit of we were wrong. I was wrong, maybe. But no. you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm not wrong. Glad I did it. No,
1: you were right. Yeah. So the, the, on a new segment, we were right. <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> it. Uh, I'm going to apologize. We were just talking about mouse Mousetrap. We shouldn't have brought that up, and you definitely shouldn't have found that sound clip. Mousetrap, I guarantee it's the craziest trap
0: you'll ever see. Yeah, absolutely not. We, we I, And people probably hated that, right? It, it's catchy as hell, and I know that everyone had that in their ears for many hours after listening to that. And to, to more
1: fully apologize, we're going to introduce you to a whole bunch of other catchy <laughs> jingles on today's show.
0: <laughs> yep, so... <laughs> Hope Buckle you. up! <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be annoying. Um, I I just one one last one I have I little sorry about insinuating that bronies were in any way weird or wrong. Watch the show; they, they dress up like the characters, but it's not you know they're not being like funny doing I don't quotey know if that's More or less disturbing than if they were making
1: fun of it. Like that's weird to me. That's even kind of creepier.
0: Remember, if you remember, bronies are. It's kind of a millennial thing where dudes dress up like their favorite My Little Pony characters, but in a very sincere way for, like, cosplay purposes. They make little real world...
1: Obviously, Tom, there's nothing wrong with that. There, right? there,
0: there is nothing wrong with that. And you, you, I, I sense a little sarcasm in your voice there. But there, <laughs> I'm, there, is, there cannot be less sarcasm there is not. in my voice. I think it's freaking great. I love that males are celebrating something that's on its surface female. And they aren't you know, viewed as any less male for doing it, at, at least to the people that they care about. Anything that upends gender stereotypes, that's good in my book. So, so
1: you're going to your leather fest, they're going to their brony fest, and maybe the twain shall meet. They, Who knows? They, yeah, they I, might. There might be. I don't know what the Venn diagram looks like there, but there's got to be a little bit of overlap, right? I bet right?
0: they're pretty damn close if they're not <laughs> if they're not connected.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, are there leather My Little Ponies? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What would that shiny sparkle? I don't, I don't know. What would you call the leather My Little Pony? Uh... Spanks.
0: Obsidian or something like that. Ooh, yeah, I like it's, that. It's like
1: good. The, the darkness. I yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, Tom, I think we've apologized enough. I mean, people don't want to hear us sulking all day, right? Mm-hmm. Poor us. Yeah, no. no. We're, we're going to talk about our other segment in review.
0: Oh, um, yeah. And, and actually, uh, why don't we just not do that, Maddie? Actually. So, I, I'm gonna... as. as as far as going to
1: our next segment, you mean let's not go to the next segment. Well, and in fact, let's never go there again. i'm
0: gonna I'm gonna zag from that one because that was just a little bit embarrassing because uh, i I think it's it's so in review, we were supposed to be reading all of our our a random iTunes review that we're hoping people are gonna be submitting. It's not coming quite as fast as uh, as maybe we we might like at the moment. It's it's building up steam. It's just it's starting a little slow. Mm-hmm. So for
1: right now we we just don't have anything to talk about.
0: And I will say that that it's it's iTunes does make it kind of hard to actually find and click on the button to to cast a review. So I think I think if we're looking for feedback, so this
1: is very obviously this is a technology problem, and it's Apple's fault.
0: Absolutely, it's not. Yeah, it's entirely. Yeah, it's not not you. I should send them an email or something just to like put this out there. I'm sure they haven't heard this before. Uh, Uh,
1: Hello, Apple. (laughs) Um, Our podcast has been up for several weeks, and we only have two reviews. So. Just please have Tim follow up with me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we'll figure this out. This is a problem we can solve, Apple. (laughs) Yeah. Tom, I'll I'll throw in what we'll call it an in-review is going to be an ad hoc section of the podcast from here on out. Right. right. Like, when we've got a review that's worth talking
0: about, we're going to bring it up. How about that? Absolutely going to bring that up. Closed. (laughs) Closed (laughs) issue. Maddie, I got to say, you sound amazing. This episode. You sound,
1: it's like you're here in the room with me, and you're not.
0: I know. We're not in the room together, and we have a hell of a lot more. This is a lot more complicated than it ever has been.
1: Yeah, I, this is just definite <laughs> proof, like the logistics involved to get this to work, assuming it does work. Mm-hmm are proof positive that you and I are two lazy sons of bitches. Remember that... St- we live <laughs> three miles from each other and can't get our shit together enough to get in the same room at the same time.
0: This is just so much more convenient. But remember that story I told about all the magic cards I started collecting once I got into that game and how expensive it got? Yes. Yeah. This is the road
1: we're going down. It's <laughs> how seems saying? to be. Are this we... is when I have to tell Sarah I'm building out the the third bedroom into a studio.
0: Mhm. That might yeah. be next. Yeah. Anyway, we we now we have two professional microphones. We've got a whole thing set up to, to share all our files and, and make it all work together. So so we're we're at the point where we're actually making product that is of good technical quality, I would say, <laughs> yeah,
1: so, finally. Sorry.
0: Content-wise,
1: <laughs> we're right where we always have been. We're, we're still working on that. Yeah, we're working on the content. But, like, I think... Not an official review, but in some of the reviews that people have either discussed with us or emailed or texted us, uh, friends of friends and so on, one of the things that came out over and over again... and we're people. We heard it, too. We heard that the audio was just really tough uh, in some sections of the podcast. So we're, we made this effort to try to up the quality a little bit, hopefully make it a little easier to listen to and not sound like Tom and I are in the shower together recording a podcast, <laughs> that was which o- was my favorite <laughs> description of what we sounded like.
0: That was only one episode. It was one episode. It <laughs> yeah. was keeping Clean with <laughs> yeah. Tom and Maddie. Yeah so anyway so we we have some a lot of those we're we're, we're iron out the kinks as we go along the next big kink to tackle social media it's how a do big we big kink yeah how, how do you unravel that one how the fuck do you do that i don't know so so we're we're trying this this new thing called t- what's it it t- twitter Twi- tweet y- y- no i think it, you make a tweet right yeah you make these things called tweets and they go and you, you at you at mentioning and the hashtagging and and all that. So we're so doing the tweeter. Needs to go out there and at us. Is that we have a we have a, a they Twitter? They call them Twitter handles. We've got a new Twitter handle. A we got Twitter, the Twitter account.
1: Handle. Yes, we do.
0: And it's at the UA Podcast, all one word. That's is that us. like United
1: Artists, like the film production company. No, or? It's,
0: it's what it's it's unintended audience. What which is what everyone is soon going to be thinking That's of immediately when they say UA, not united artists gotcha okay yeah. when we get big thanks to so this what twitter we... account
1: so i was i just got to say i put up some resistance i'm older i don't use twitter anymore i'm not convinced that other people actually use twitter anymore you tell me tom
0: what the hell are we going to do with this twitter account i don't know maybe nothing but the the <laughs> The idea is, it's. A, I think it's a little easier for people Can to it just hold like, a candle oh, to the beautiful Facebook page I created. <laughs> yeah, because that's. I mean, we, we got to get better at everything. Oh, we don't even get, go down that road. We got to get better at everything. We're and the Facebook page is good. We got to have that. The Twitter thing is good because it makes it a lot faster. I think there's less friction, as they say, to getting people to to actually. Go back and forth with us. So we're going to be using the Twitter account to talk about posted episodes. I, I posted a funny picture uh, today that's just a hoot. That's why people use these things. Mm-hmm. They want to laugh. Make them laugh, Tom. Right. I want to post references. You know, like whenever we talk about YouTube videos and stuff like that, I want to post that to the Twitter Twitter feed and the Facebook feed. I don't know how it's going to work exactly. But,
1: and, but the other thing I, I think that you called out uh, is – uh, or when you were trying to convince me that this was a good idea, which, again, not quite there, but we'll ma- maybe I'll be there. We'll see how it turns out. But it's another venue that people potentially could get, get a hold of us, uh, share ideas, uh, have an episode idea or want to hear more about a topic, etc. It's another way people could potentially get a hold of us. If that doesn't work, Tom and I are just we will just give out our cell numbers in the next episode. I mean... <laughs> I'm willing, are you?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, Just send out... I'm going to keep my front door unlocked, maybe, and just give out my address and just... Every episode, we will give out one digit of
1: Tom's social security number. (laughs) Yep. Tune in. So hit us up on the Twitter, the at... So the little at symbol there, the U A podcast, all one word. Yeah.
0: And that's on our SoundCloud account as well. Um... Cool. All right. Well, let's let's talk
1: about music. Administrative matters are now out of the way. We're free and clear <laughs> to talk. So what do you think about that mousetrap jingle? Come why do you think it's so catchy? And why did they put that as the main thing in the commercial yeah. that people
0: would remember? It's super manipulative. That tune, it sounds like... 1920s and 30s like party music like when they're dancing the jitterbug or whatever yeah uh and um so it's got that this like and and so like the comedy back then associated with that music is i think this like slapstick zany sort of thing and that's in line with the gameplay it's really fast paced Uh, the song itself goes through what happens in the game, of course. Yeah, it's it's actually oddly informative. It's It's very, it's extremely informative. Like, you know, you don't
1: have to. We talked, I think, last episode about these crazy adult games that people are, (laughs) adult games makes it sound like there's a pornographic (laughs) element. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about elaborate card games, board games that are geared towards adults that are, have rules that are in, like, books that are thick Heavy volumes.
0: Exactly. Maybe mouse an trap. accompanying YouTube video that takes thirty minutes to go through. Yeah, right.
1: And yeah. and Mousetrap did it with a 30-second jingle. It's like, 30... do you want to know what the game is? Here's the goddamn game. You're gonna have a board, <laughs> you're gonna build a mouse trap, you're gonna fucking catch a mouse. That's the game.
0: Oh, it's amazing. So it's it's a like at the end of the day, it's a very manipulative little song. It gets in your ear, it's really catchy you associate it with this like 1920s and 30s music that you already kind of like it talks about the game it says the word mousetrap a million times (laughs) in it you can't you can't not remember the name of the product
1: and i also think when we were kids um and back when this commercial aired i think i always think of like saturday morning cartoons but i think part of how, how they got these into your head so much was just the fucking repetition They used to, it was like every commercial break, you'd see almost the same commercial. So you would hear this song over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. to the point where like you were probably in Toys R Us with your parents and just mousetrap, 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 (laughs) mousetrap. Yeah, I mean, another one that um, gets to me that's still on pretty regularly, and it seems to be in the morning, which is the worst time of the day to hear some of these things. It's that we We Buy Any Car. .com. Do you know that one? I don't. Oh, man. It's it's brutal. It's literally, it's this guy doing like the running man, and it's webuyanycar.com. Webuyanycar.com. Any, oh, any, 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 any,
0: any, webuyanycar.com. Well, you're, I think there's going to be a uh, You'll a be able to, to find that, that one and <laughs> drop it in, and people will hate us forever. Yeah. I love this one. That sounds a lot like um I'm playing it for me right now. I don't think you can hear it, but it's it's the it's for the um Carmel Car Service jingle and I I say it's like that because it, it's it's all about their their tel their telephone number. It's 666 666 six, 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 six. Huh. And so That's they scary. It's kind, yeah right no. but like it, it there, there's no mention of Lucifer or the devil in any way <laughs> during this it's not it's not a satanic uh company i don't think um but the the jingle is this is terrible song just saying six 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 six, six, six over, and over and over and over and it's like absolutely it's just it's just bad remember 6 going to the airport remember 6 run around town there's a. They're they're trying to make you remember it, but like it's the annoyance factor is so. I high. actually
1: remember one. There's there's a carpet one I think carpets direct or something. Five five eight eight eights eights three 300. 300 Empire. <laughs> it's Empire, Empire today. today. <laughs> Jesus, like you and I could both call and get carpet right now because of a goddamn
0: jingle. Isn't that bananas? I feel I'm I'm pissed off. It's not a it's not a good little tune. Like Barry Manilow, he makes good. All of this music is made to manipulate and to buy things, which is like why this is interesting to me. But I like it when there's like a good So you you
1: reference this and I don't you're you're telling me he wrote commercial jingles he, as well? Yeah,
0: it's like he wrote he wrote the uh, stuck on band-aid because band-aid stuck on me jingle. I am stuck He wrote the really? Like a good neighbor State Farm is there Like a good neighbor We're there Backing it with service State Farm is there That's a great Barry Barry Manilow Barry Manilow He wrote I'll this thing For Star, Stridex In 1973 Definitely check that out Because it's like A great song
1: Give your face Something to
0: Um, he did, you deserve a break today. These are all like kind of the seventies, but they're all like freaking great. Wow. I,
1: yeah, I had no idea that he was involved uh, to that extent with commercial stuff. He's good at
0: making, making jingles and like someone like that can, it's, it's good because it's like genuinely, it's, it's, it's both a song that is good as far as like being a good piece of art and um it drives a message into your into your brain. Whereas these other ones are just like they're driving a message using just this it feels like a blunt force into your brain. It's awful. There's that and it's also kind of like they're
1: hacking your head. Mm-hmm. Like like they're getting into your code and like they know that this little combination of music and lyric is going to be like something that just
0: rolls over and over and over again in your brain and that's what's like making us like remember or making us notice the the music that much like that's why i cry every time (laughs) there's a twix commercial on i get it now okay (laughs) yeah they're evil um boy i'm having some deja vu aren't you maddie I'm definitely feeling like we've covered this, this,
1: even though people might not know we've covered it. This
0: is the weirdest feeling. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we lost maybe 10 minutes of us uh, talking.
1: Anyway, Bear with us. We're having some technical difficulties. (laughs) We're still learning the system. Tom and I aren't pros. We don't get paid to do this. All right. (laughs) To my credit, I messed up because I was trying to save Tom a bit of editing time by playing one of these jingles. It didn't work out that way. GarageBand was not happy that I took my headphones out, so here we are again. <laughs> I think we've covered jingles. <laughs> I think it's time to revisit elevator in music a better, in a better in a better way this time. <laughs> another <laughs> instance of music being used for a new purpose.
0: So yeah, so elevator music, music. Uh, is really interesting because it's kind of a – it's like a separate – it's like the opposite of jingles. So right. where jingles are made to, you know, really get driven into your head, sometimes ele- elegantly, like, uh, you know, Barry Manilow where he makes an original tune and it sounds really amazing. and And that combined with all of the stuff about the product makes you like the product. Or in other examples that we mentioned, where you know the jingle is just a piece of shit and it just annoys you to death, and that's why it's rem- memorable.
1: Say for a company that buys any car, we buy
0: any car. possibly that that Dot is a com. <laughs> that, that is an excellent example of one of those jing- jingles. But but elevator music, on the other hand, that's you're not meant to even to you're barely meant to even hear that, right? Well, I think we're, our the
1: concept is like you're getting on. What could be, and probably was back when they debuted, uh, a scary device, right? You're getting in this closed box. It's whisking you up or down at a pretty high rate of speed. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a stressful situation. So what do they try to do to take that stress away? They give you a little bit of, of music, some soothing, soft music to help that journey. Yep,
0: that's that's kind of, of you know scientifically created... To not be too noticeable Because if it's that noticeable Then you're going to have to talk about it with your neighbor And then it calls attention to the fact There's other we people in the elevator We all know that Tom doesn't
1: want to talk to strangers No That's not Tom didn't get in the elevator to talk to you
0: Nope I, I sure as hell didn't I got in the elevator to get to where I was trying to go Don't talk to me uh, But the the
1: thing is They are The songs are meant to kind of just soothe you and disappear But they're known or popular songs a lot of the time Like the weird thing is you've got these famous people these musicians who have like poured their heart and soul into their music they strike it big they get a song out there it hit it goes you know across the world it's played everywhere people love it they buy it and then what's the end of this magical success laden journey like where does this where does this
0: glorious path end yeah it's it's Bruce Springsteen getting on an elevator to go you know wherever visit his aunt in the hospital and he hears you know. He hears Born in the USA. <laughs> he Born in the USA in this the lamest possible uh, rendition ever. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if that's a good feeling or a bad feeling. I'm not an artist. I don't make music, but I got to feel like you really intended your song to be the way that you freaking made it and put it together and to hear it distilled down to this like meaningless nonsense that's just prattling on in the background as people try not to look at each other god that's weird
0: it's (laughs) it's really but you know but it serves a really good purpose i mean you know you you hear this kind of stuff on on um when when you call into microsoft or whatever to to talk about to complain about their product they put on this like soothing music so you're not pulling your hair out um You know, while we're waiting for a customer service representative to piss you off even more. Ooh,
1: yeah, I love some good hold music. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not doing anything anyway, right? You might as well have a song to keep you company. Oh, yeah. But the other end of this, um, it's similar, but it's got some differences to it as well. In uh, Tokyo, they've got a pretty large subway system there. And what they've actually done is each one of the stops, as I understand it, They play a little kind of jingle. So each stop on the subway uh, has its own little song.
0: So you're saying so you're saying that in Tokyo, each stop has a little jingle along with it, right? And and yeah, I, I love I love that idea. I love how that's a mixture of elevator music and jingles. In that, like if, if you ride that all the time, you just know what jingles your stop, right? And then that 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 triggers that response to get out the out of the train. Then the other ones just kind of disappear, float through. It's like float in- right through.
1: Yeah. It's- and I, I assume that they probably also announce the stops. Um, but I can imagine being a visitor that the first few times you take a ride on the subway, it's just, you got to be like, what the hell is going what, on here?
0: What's, what stop am I getting at off of? Is it, is it the doo 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 Yeah,
1: right? Like, who knew that that was something you'd have to do? Um, I don't know.
0: I think it's a lovely, elegant little solution, though. I think that's great. No, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Maddie, Leah, the, the, another kind of aspect of this is when, um, you know, songs, again, used to sell products, but instead of creating, you know, a nice little tune, like maybe a, a Barry Manilow-esque or caliber jingle, um, they're just like, wow. Fuck it, we'll just we'll just do a popular song and people like that song already, and we'll just slap some some of our cars on that on the as a visual on top of that song, and there we go. We because got it.
1: why should humanity get to enjoy anything right without <laughs> it being
0: having some commercial purpose or make something new? Yeah, these like you know songs that ruin. Commercials, uh, or or commercials commercials that ruin songs. (laughs) These these songs that are ruined by being in commercials. Like, I, I, I will never be able to hear that unbelievable song by what is it? Ex, EMF, EMF, yeah. yeah. You're unbelievable. I will never be able to hear that song uh, again because not, there's, this, there's this parody called Crumb Believable, the which then Kraft makes cheese. me think about Kraft Cheese. There's some crumbly version of their fucking cheese.
1: Yeah, so now you hear this song on the radio and you're thinking cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're hungry. Yeah. Probably not an emotion you felt when you heard Unbelievable
0: before. You know it does this yeah, that 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 could there's like a bunch of those. You you hear the song, you immediately think of the product, and you just get pissed off because you you liked the song before. Um You know who does this real well though, Maddie? Weird Al. Oh. I've not heard of this this guy. Who who is <laughs> this? Now? Weird Al Yankovic, he's a parody oh. artist.
1: Oh, Albert mm-hmm. Albert Yankovic yeah yes I do know. I he
0: makes some uh, he he's he did a great little tune. Uh, it was a Backstreet Boys or no it was a it was a New Kids on the Block thing about Oreos. Remember that song? It was like oh oh oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, was an that. Oreo instead of a Oreo. I that it's like he just makes uh he he does little parodies of a tune and then that makes you think about a whole nother either either like a brand like an oreo in a joking sort of way as you sort of right. making fun of that idea or makes you think of something completely different than what the song is even about at all so it's like the op it's almost like the opposite end of the spectrum
1: so you're a famous musician and your music ends up in an elevator that's going to leave you feeling one one way. And then mm-hmm. in a whole nother way, Weird Al chooses to pick your song to do a silly parody to. And it's something like like Michael Jackson's song was <laughs> bad, right? It was all about what a badass he was and <laughs> how important he was. And then he turns it into Fat, yep. a song about a guy that's real big and likes to eat. Um And I mean, so there's parody, which I think, you know, Weird Al is the perfect example of that. And there's other, I I think there's other uh, instances and other artists out there that do similar stuff. Um, But then there's also just like you and me going out there and belting it out. Um, And there's a whole uh, system set up to go do this in a more public way because people need to hear you so you can go
0: to a karaoke that, bar yeah we we're talking about karaoke yeah i mean this is this is the idea of taking someone else's song and then singing it with your untalented ass but everyone but it kind of adds creates a new little bit of joy to this song, a new new people are enjoying it in different ways. Like I, I, I love that about karaoke.
1: It's people that really just want to connect to the music in a different way or a, a more public way. Um, you know, I don't think many people would say that they're doing the song maybe the justice it deserves to their connection to it. But they really want... But then... They want to give it a try.
0: Yeah. And then when they do do the justice, do it justice, or sing it even better, like, differently than the, the original artist, I mean, that creates a whole new set of fans for that song who like it for ways that were unintended by the original artist. Like... You're sure. You know, I'm thinking about The Voice, you know, that that TV show, oh, yeah. The Voice. That's a, yeah, or all Or the about. American
1: Idol, the whole phenomenon now where it's like they try to find talented people. Um, and you know, one of the ways that I think people gauge how talented people are is can they, you know, mimic or are they able to cover popular music, like a song that everyone knows that everyone kind of has a sense of Mm -hmm. is this person, do they have the chops to like actually either mimic it and like sound just like the original or do they, are they able to kind of even put their own spin on it and make it even better. Yeah, right? like
0: I love Lowell Oakley's uh, contestant on a, a previous season of The Voice. His version of My Girl uh, is, like, way better than the, in my opinion, than the original version. I mean, it's it's not that different, but I think he sings it better than, like, the, the, the first guy. Take that, Motown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were so great. So we're talking about tunes that are become popular, and then other people use them for other reasons, that w- and then that grows a larger audience, you know? Right. It's like that's like this concept. This goes beyond just voice, though, Maddie. There was a drum break in this tune. I forgot the name of the tune, but it was done in in like in the 60s. Um, actually, I'm just going to grab. I'm, I'm going to read this really quickly. Um, yeah. So, so there was a drum break that was performed By this band in the 1960s called the Winstons. And it was just a four bar, six second drum solo performed by Gregory, uh, Gregory Sylvester. Um, and it was done in whatever, in the early sixties. And that little drum break was sampled and it now used, has been used for years after that. And like, I'm gonna, I will edit this in so you will really hear it, but like, <laughs> it's like, it's the most, you'll be like, oh my God, I've heard that drum break like a thousand times. It is like, it has become integral to entire b- new branches of music and you hear it all the time. And it's from this one little recording and people sample it all the time. It's so that's, crazy that this one guy just did this nuts. this drum break perfectly once. And
1: I mean, I think there's a lot these days sampling and, like, mashups and mixing of musics together. I think there's a lot more of that now, but you're going back, like, this is back the 60s, right? I mean, back then, you're probably talking about, like, splicing tape in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're oh, talking yeah. about physical, yeah. like, adding this stuff in. Um, or just, like, recreating the music. Like, you've got, they listened to the drum break. break they liked it. They Put it into their song somewhere. And, you know, f- they just insert it. And for
0: some reason, this drum break that was perfect for this one song, everyone hears that and they're like, Oh, that's perfect for my song, and it's perfect for my song. And it becomes this 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 whole huge thing. It's it's the Amen break. It's really an interesting idea.
1: Huh. All right. Well, um, you know, Tom, I think We've talked about some really odd and interesting uses of music today. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I think really what we're talking about is music is emotionally charged. It it affects, you, your, it affects your emotions. Therefore, you can use it um, in all sorts of different ways other than simply just listening to a song. It, 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 it can affect people in a lot of complex ways. And, uh, it's,
1: the mas- it's the original and master manipulator and speaking of manipulating emotions mm-hmm. i want to manipulate my emotions by trying to get into your shoes a little bit tom i think it's time that we just get to our last segment for the show it's a it's another rousing rendition of tom's journal where we go ahead and crack open Tom's journal from, this is from you. Your, your 10 years old-ish? Yeah, it was in 5th. Somewhere thereabouts? Yeah, it
0: in, really, this all took place end of 5th grade through summer vacation, really. I've, I've, I've looked, re-looked at the dates. That's when that that happened. All right, so at random, Tom has selected
1: an entry. We're going to uh, go ahead and read it aloud here. Uh, we're just going to see what kind of emotions this stirs up. Maybe there's a, a music to your language here in this uh, particular entry. Maybe if we luck out. All right, so when was this uh, entry from, Yeah, Maddie, so
0: this is from uh, August 10th, 1992. And it's journal entry... 1992. Journal entry 75.
1: 75. Last night, I slept downstairs on the couch because of a stupid rash on my left arm. I hate those stupid Mm -hmm. rashes. And it won't go away, even though I'm putting on a subscription lotion. (laughs) So, as one does when one has a rash, you subscribe to a lotion service. (laughs) You get a new lotion every week, and you hope... That one of them solves the problem for you.
0: That one in my subscription wasn't quite right, but I think it was the next month. I think I was using the, the one from le- the previous month.
1: And we will yeah. use the Twitter. We'll get the the lotion subscription service mm-hmm. posted up there. So people that are also yeah. experiencing a Lotion's rash. monthly, um, I
0: think, is what, what was the service. Yeah.
1: Well, it <laughs> might be different these days, but very reasonably priced. We, we're going to recommend yeah. it today i watched another hitchcock movie it was dumb so tom writing off one of the greatest directors of any generation whatever if it's dumb it's dumb it was dumb yeah tom's uh description on the back of the box on this <laughs> one we don't even know what movie it didn't even rate a title yeah. with tom it was that dumb. doesn't even matter but yeah the, oh wait a minute uh, this is the real back of the box for uh, for this particular film. The worst one made. The worst Hitchcock! Exclamation point! I yep. remember this. The worst I
0: one. was in a I was in an Alfred Hitchcock kick because I watched The Birds and that was a really exciting movie, and then I yeah. got more into his like a little more adult, sophisticated movies, and then I I felt they were boring, which Apparently I'm sure they th- fell a little I'm flat. Sure they were. Yeah. I'm
1: sure they were awful. Yeah, no, obviously. Then I went out to play tag. So what do you do when you watch a terrible Hitchcock movie
0: to cheer yourself up a little bit? Mm -hmm. You're it. I have been reading these. Now I've been reading through these entries a little more closely. And I play... Tag or rollerblade or hide uh, and seek. Last week was fris- fris- no, it was frisbee golf. No, it was frisbee hockey, not frisbee, frisbee golf. Frisbee hockey. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I play. I, I. There was. I don't know if I was orchestrating these or just a lot of my friends. It was an interesting little network of people that like to play games. <laughs> And I, I
1: like this touch here. Mm-hmm. There is a P.S. <laughs> on this journal entry. And I, I love it because it's today, and Tom and I were here recording. It's Mother's Day today.
0: I didn't even do that on purpose, but it is so you nice. You did
1: a load of happy little coincidence. And the way you responded, I'm going to assume that when we're done recording this, you're going to have to make an emergency call oh, to your mother. she got her roses
0: yesterday. I oh, it, well done, th- sir. Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. So the P.S. on this, this week's journal entry is P.S. Mom watched the movie with me. Hmm? So just a tender moment of two of the Hill family hating a movie. What? Maybe your mom liked it. I don't. I'll, your mom probably enjoyed I it. I didn't
0: care enough to ask, apparently.
1: Uh, yeah, it was also the, It was also Mother's Day when little Tom watched the movie, and he didn't care. He hated it, and he went to go play. And
0: it was probably her. She probably wanted to watch the movie.
1: Yeah, she's the reason. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else, she's the reason you're so unhappy. Yeah. Just think, Tom's therapy session. go
0: to some fancy restaurant later.
1: Oh God, or have to go I see don't the don't London Symphony. Don't like oh,
0: those. damn it! Terrible. Don't. All right. So,
1: I think Tom, uh, I am gonna go listen to some music.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go go get myself into a, a YouTube jingle hole myself. I think that sounds like a good way to end the night for me.
1: And I think that's where we sign
0: off. So I think
1: uh, thanks to everybody for listening. I've been Matt.
0: All right. And I've been Tom. Bye-bye.